welcome to the Paragon Financial Partners Podcast, where we discuss the markets, our strategies, and how to live better today while planning for tomorrow. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Paragon Financial Partners Podcast. I'm Alan Mendoza, and I'm here with our firm's founder and principal, Evan Shorten. Hi, welcome back to our podcast. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Okay, today we want to discuss the topic of gifting, specifically gifting through a donor-advised fund. And just so everyone knows, we're not affiliated with any donor-advised fund, nor do we receive any benefit or compensation from a donor-advised fund. The reason we chose to focus on donor-advised funds today is because we find them to be the most convenient way to make your charitable donations. With that said, Evan, can you give us a quick description of what a donor-advised fund is? So the technical definition of a donor-advised fund is that it is a charitable giving vehicle administered by a public charity created to manage donations on behalf of organizations, families, or individuals. These public charities can be independent institutions solely in the business of administering a donor-advised fund, or they can also be a separate business unit belonging to a brokerage firm, like Schwab or Fidelity Investments. More simply put, they are a charity that takes your tax-deductible donation and makes specific charitable gifts in accordance with your wishes. Okay, great. Evan, you use donor-advised funds with some of the firm's clients. What do you like about donor-advised funds versus donating cash or appreciated stock directly to your chosen charity, um, or even establishing a private foundation? Two of the aspects I like most are the efficiency and the cost-effectiveness of donor-advised funds. For example, with the efficiency of a donor-advised fund, it is much easier for a client to donate assets into one charity and then direct several donations based on your wishes than it is to individually donate funds directly to multiple charities on their own. Since a donor-advised fund is a public charity, it allows you to donate appreciated stock, whereas not all individual charities are set up to accept donations of securities. I might add, it may be more advantageous from a tax standpoint to donate appreciated securities than it is to donate cash. The second aspect is the cost-effectiveness of a donor-advised fund. It's more cost-effective to set up a donor-advised fund and gift to it than to sell stock that has appreciated and donate cash, as this would create a capital gain. It is significantly more cost-effective than establishing a private foundation. However, many who have private foundations also use donor-advised funds to complement their planning. With a private foundation, you will need to adhere to specific IRS rules. You will have setup costs, you will likely need somebody to manage or run the private foundation, and all of these costs are significantly higher overhead expenses compared to a donor-advised fund. I should also add that a private foundation will be required to pay out 5% of its assets every year, which is typically not the case for a donor-advised fund. 
A donor advised fund can easily be set up with many brokerage firms and at little to no cost in most cases. It's no different than opening a brokerage account. The administration and management of the funds are done by the public charity who accepts your initial donation. An added benefit is that you get a tax deduction for your gift during the year you make the charitable donation, but you choose when the public charity directs your gifts to your chosen charities. So it can be in the same year or it can be spread across many years. It does not need to be done in the same year as your initial contribution. In the meantime, you have some control over how these assets are invested. Donor advised funds are a great way to earn a tax benefit today while giving instruction on how the assets are to be managed and donated tomorrow. Okay, great. That's a lot of good information. Are there any last things you want to mention regarding using donor advised funds or any things to watch out for? Yes, so I think we should talk about deduction limitations. When using a donor advised fund, any cash donations can be made and used up to 50% of your adjusted gross income. If you are going to be donating appreciated stock that you've held for one year or longer, then 30% of your AGI, again, your adjusted gross income, is generally deductible at the fair market value of the securities that you're donating. Also, it's important to know that the public charity administering the donor advised fund will charge a small fee. Those fees can sometimes be up to 1%. Donor advised funds are great if you're donating securities or cash. I've already mentioned the deduction limitations, but if you want to donate things like private shares in a company or physical property and collectibles, a donor advised fund may have certain limitations. Some are set up to accept these and some aren't. So if you're looking to make those type of donations or contributions to charity, before establishing a donor advised fund, it's worth investigating with the administrators if they can accept the assets you are looking to donate. As always, it's important to discuss your specific situation with your financial planner and your estate attorney, as not all strategies may be a good fit for everyone. Evan, thank you. We covered a good amount of information and hopefully help a few listeners discover new ways to engage in charitable gifting. We want to thank everyone out there for listening in to the Paragon podcast. Thank you. Yes, as always, we enjoy doing this podcast and hope our listeners can take something away. Please share our podcast with your friends, family, and loved ones. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Paragon Financial Partners, Inc. is a registered SEC investment advisor. The broadcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered as a solicitation or offer to purchase or sell securities. The financial strategies and guidelines discussed herein may not be appropriate for everyone as each individual circumstance is unique. Please review all tax information with your tax professional. Please review all legal information with your legal professional. We hope you enjoyed the Paragon Financial Partners podcast. And again, thank you for listening.